Hello, everybody. This is Shannon Battle with The Psychology of Womanhood. I am your host that comes to help women to unify and come together in a collective community to bring together ideas that help us to be great, that help us to shine, that help us to walk in our God-given authority to maximize the life that we've been given. Thank you for joining me today. And it's been a long time, and I hate to admit that, but I have to be honest that it has been what they say a tumultuous year, and it uh, has impacted a lot of what I find freedom in doing. When I do podcasts, when I have a chance to show up on stage, when I have an opportunity to host events, that is just like my breath of fresh air. You have the, you ever find like you have this passion that it just doesn't matter if you're getting paid for, for it. You're not measuring metrics and you're not looking at, you know, oh, I only got this number of followers and things like that because it just gives you fulfillment. It just gives you joy. It balances out the hectic. Uh, nature of what you deal with on a day-to-day basis as you're grinding, building your legacy and your successes through your work and other things that you're obligated to do. So for me, I miss this. And I miss that I don't always take advantage of the opportunity to show up, not just for the people listening, but for myself as well. So I know I talk a lot about self-care and this is a part of my self-care. My self-care is getting an opportunity to be a witness and share my testimony about the goodness of God. He has really, really been good. And we say that oftentimes it seems like a cliche because when, when you go to church, they'll be like, God is good all the time and all the time. And everybody in the congregation says what? God is good. So for me, I said, God, you got to give me another word because I've experienced you beyond good. And I said, today, I'm showing up. I'm showing up for me. I'm showing up on behalf of the voice God has given me so I can just use whatever message he's been given to me. So this, you know, since we're ending the year and I just said, God, I want to be emptied. I want to be emptied from everything that I've been burdened by. I have this experience And I want to talk about this experience. And I'm going to give you the title in a minute of what I'm talking about. But I went to this event. And let me tell you how how this thing worked out. My cousin had already told me that she was going to an event that got rescheduled. And I was like, okay, she said, Shannon, you would love to connect with this lady because she does so much. And, you know, you guys are like on the same wavelength. And I think it would be really good for you. And I was like, okay. But they had already purchased tickets. And so the event was rescheduled. And it happened later than sooner. And so I met my cousin's friend at a dinner. We go to support um, someone that was running uh, and and getting reelected in her council. And it was her birthday. And we were invited to her dinner. And so my husband and I were sitting at the table. And I'm looking at this lady in front of me. I'm not really good with names, but I do know faces. And I was like, I know you. And she was like, yeah, we're trying to run it down and couldn't figure it out. And then it came to me. And it was like oh, you're my cousin's friend. And so we started talking and then she was like, yeah, we're going to the event. I was like, yeah. I said, she told me about that. I said, I probably should have went. She said, you should go. 
Now, mind you, she doesn't even know me, but she's telling me, okay, if you go to this event, it's just going to be just a whole nother level because, you know, she was just running it down. And then I thought about it and I was like, okay, but the event is next week. (laughs) And so I text my cousin to make sure it was okay because they were rooming together and I would be a third person in the room. And she was like, Shannon, yes, you know, I, I thought about you. And I was like, yeah, come on. And I was like, okay, so the, the goal, the idea was, okay, well, I was going to get tickets and then I was going to room with my cousin and her friend. So I go to buy the ticket and the ticket sold out the ticket that I wanted. I wanted to be a part of this trailblazer group, which allowed you to have more intimate conversations with other business people. And I didn't want to just do the whole group event. So the ticket cost more and it was sold out. And I was like, oh, okay, well, can't go on that event. And then something said, ask. So I called my cousin and I was like, look, no, I text her, I messaged her. And I said, can you just ask, are any tickets available? And if someone can't show up, I will be willing to buy their ticket. She said, sure. She messages me not even 15 minutes later, Shannon, she said she'll open up a ticket for you. I was like, wow. So she opened up the ticket for me. I bought my ticket, got my plane ticket. And I got there a little bit earlier, so I got my own room. And I was still able to get the group rate on the room. I get to the event, and I'm like, God, why am I here? I don't even know. I just knew I needed to get away. I knew I needed to be in a different setting. I needed something different. And it just wasn't happening here where I'm from in Fayetteville. I was like, okay, there's something going on in me. And if you don't do something, God, I think I'm, I think I may have to, you know, you know, really sit down somewhere because I don't know what's happening because my world had been shaken, literally turned upside down. And I've never experienced this level of pain before in my life. And I'm like, oh God, you know, it's that type of pain that how a woman really can't explain childbirth, but it hurts. How you really can't explain the loss of a loved one, but it hurts. It was that type of pain. And so I was like, okay. And I had been carrying a lot, running a lot with the businesses. Uh, One of my businesses really accelerated. I had put a goal and a number on it. And I told God, I was like, look, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm all in. But this year I need to see seven figures in this business. And God knows he did that within less than six months. And I was like, whoa, God, okay. And it's fun. I enjoy it. I love it. I love it. It's my construction company, All-American Construction and Restoration. And we're building homes and we're rehabbing homes and putting people, you know, back into, you know, their place of safety and giving them a newness. They have been waiting for years to get these repairs done and we're able to, you know, make them feel better. And that feels so good. And we're able to make it look good too. And so that was going well, but it wasn't the things that were just going well around me because it was something that was still just heavy in me. I just couldn't shake it. And um, so I get to the event meet this one lady named Paula. I remember her and I'm bad with names. She was on the elevator and I was like, I'm here and I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> what is this about? Who Whose event is this? 
And she was like, you've never heard of Lola tomorrow. And I was like, no, I've never heard of Lola tomorrow. And then she was like, oh gosh. She said, so you don't know anything. I said, I don't know anything. I don't know what to expect, what I'm supposed to get. I don't even, I just know I bought this ticket. I'm supposed to attend some events, you know? And then she was like, oh gosh. And so she gave me the rundown. And I was like, okay, yeah. So I'm thinking like, okay, it's just going to be another business conference. But I was like, I'll receive whatever it is because I invested, I paid, and I want to be, you know, I, I want all of what is going to, you know, is going to be poured into me. So I go to registration. And as I'm in registration, I meet this one lady named Michelle. So Michelle is not even registering me. Somebody else is registering, you know, pulling my information in my card. And they gave us very beautiful cards. This lady, she was like on point with her, um, with her presentation and her daggone event, the little card that we wore. I was like, dang, you know, it just made me feel like I was going to the Grammys or something. Excuse me. And so she, she, uh, started talking to me. And so Michelle was like, where are you from? And you know, that's just how the women were doing. They just very eager to help. And she wound up helping me, connecting me with a resource in my own state about doing construction business. Then I get in there, I get in the room and they, um, they're talking about, you know, everything to expect. They're getting you all hyped and everything. And y'all is winning time. So you got to excuse me. Um, and they were, they were really amped up and I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, getting involved. I was like, cause you, cause you know, the more you get involved in something, then it, you know, it just builds excitement. So I was like, okay, got to get involved. And I'm getting involved in everything. Then we got some really good resourceful information, but it was stuff I already knew. And I was like, no, this is not it. I don't want to do this again. You know, it's like, I feel like I just keep spinning my wheels. I feel like, you know, felt like an Egypt. I felt like I was in Egypt. I felt like I was a child of Israel. And I keep going back to Egypt. The thing that doesn't excel me, the thing that doesn't propel me, you know, I'm there and I'm in an area of comfort because I haven't went through that space of breakthrough. And I'm like, okay. But, you know, I got involved and I was like, you know what? What you're going to do while you're here, you're just going to network. You're going to meet good people. And I did that. I met beautiful women, women who were doing great things. And to be in a whole room where you got women who are faith-filled and who are, a lot of them were millionaires. Um, a lot of them were working towards that building. You know, it was just collectively how we were in community of trying to get to whatever our next was. And so I, t I saw Paula and then she was like, so what do you think? I was like, oh, it's okay. You know, and I'm just, you know, cause I, I hadn't gotten the whole experience. It's taken me a long time to tell the story because I really need you to understand what happened up to this point. And so my cousin, she came the following day and that following day, there was a, a faith ceremony, a faith event where they had this lady named Prophet, I think PK, she came. And so she over here and she, she prophesying and she telling everybody, you know, when they, when they went through and after she preached and everything prophesying, you're going to have this land. God is going to set you up with meetings with mayors. You're going to be territorial and take over this city. People going to give you land that you didn't pay for. I mean, she was just like blessing the people with the word, right? And I was like, oh, yeah. She was so on point with word. I thought she was talking to me when she was talking to somebody else. I was like, well, dang, that sounds like me. But 
it was a word specifically for somebody else. And then she was telling them like some of them going to be healed. They were having, you know, one lady had cancer. She ain't even told the lady. And then she identified that. So she was on point with these women. Right. And then at the end, she's like, okay, well, you know, I just want to, you know, touch and agree with the women that, you know, um, bond, you know, bondage is going to be shattered, you know, things are going to break and be shattered, you know, so you can walk into this new fulfillment, you know, of, of, of your, of your, of God's glory for your life. So we get in line and then I'm standing there and then she praying over people, you know, cause it was like maybe about four, 500 women. Now I was like, how's she going to do that? So, you know, she was going through, but then she would stop with certain women. And then so, okay. The lady in front of me, she, um, she prayed, you know, she had laid hands on her. She was like, oh, you're an intercessor. And then she was just giving it to her. It's like, God is going to use you to intercede for people. And she was just going, I was like, okay, yeah, 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 right? You know, I'm, I'm involved. I'm like, yeah, this is good. I get up there and let me tell you what happens. And this is really how I got to, excuse me, how I got to my topic for today. My topic for today is when God and why now? I didn't know I was asking that question. I was asking a lot of whys. I was, because I didn't understand what was happening in my life and why it was happening so heavy. And, you know, even sometimes when I talk about it and think about it, I get very teary eyed because it was, it was hard. It was hard. It was hard. And so when I get up in the line and um, she's, I, you know, have my hands up to receive and she's getting ready to, you know, just pray like, you know, I wasn't expecting what I expected. And what happened was she backed up. She said, you're too heavy to receive. And I'm like, "Uh oh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. Smile more. You know what I'm saying? What, what do I do? You know, she was like, Mm, and then she started, she started speaking to me and she was speaking to my situation. She said, you're carrying a heavy load. She said, you've carried, you're carrying so much that, you know, you're like, um, the woman and her son where the prophet Elijah, you know, he had came and she had went to go get her last meal so she could feed her son so they could die because there was no more food for them to eat until the prophet came. And then prophet said, feed me. And then the lady was able to feed for a lifetime. I thought about that and I didn't think about, okay, I just want to die, but I felt like I was dying. If you understand what I'm saying, I felt like I was dying spiritually. I felt like I was dying mentally. I felt like emotionally I had just tapped out like everything of me. And when I showed up, I showed up surfacely. And I did it very well for a very long time. Like people would look at me and be like, they would know some things about, you know, some of the tragedy our family had experienced. And they would be like, how are you doing this? You know, are you okay? And like, people are afraid to ask me, the I can lady, am I okay? And I didn't get, you know, a lot of like direct support from women where they were like, you know what, I see past this and you know what, I'm going to sit in this with you until you, you know, you come out of this. So that's where I, I was. I was, I was burdened. And when she started speaking, it all was just, then it all felt like a whirlwind just coming because she was speaking truth. And then she started speaking to the heart of me, which was very necessary because she started saying, well, you know, she is joy. She is love. 
And then she said, she is not angry. She is not angry. You are not angry. I was carrying around anger. And if I be honest, I was angry at God. I was angry at God because I thought I was doing everything I was supposed to do. I thought I was taking care of everybody I was supposed to take care of. I thought that if I kept doing the right things, that bad things just would not happen as bad to me, even though I know I couldn't avoid, you know, life things happening. And I just knew that God would answer my prayers. So when these things started happening in my life, And it was going on for, and right when I thought I was able to breathe a little bit from, you know, experiencing some, some difficulty in my relationships and my marriage and all of this with work, my businesses. And then here comes the issue with my son. And, um, to get calls now in the middle of the night is very traumatizing. And I know I'm a therapist. I know I'm a woman of God. I pray. I pray God, I spend so much time with God, but it's still, you know, God is really rebuilding me with peace. But when I left out of there, I left delivered. So God wasn't bringing me because at first I was offended when she prayed for me because I was like, okay, I didn't get my, I didn't get my land prophecy. I didn't get my buildings prophecy. You know what I'm trying to move into, you know, I'm trying to get, you know, go into getting, you know, accelerated, um, opportunities in, in my businesses. And that's not what I was there for because what she said in the beginning was what was happening to me. I wasn't even in a position to receive. So how often are we as women walking around saying, God, I want more God. I want you to do these things for me and, you know, asking God to move, but yet We just aren't in a position to receive. And for a lot of us, we carry these weights of our family, of performance, of of striving for more, of being that woman that has it all, and yet having all to have nothing within yourself. That's, That's painful. That's hurtful. That's empty. That's a really dark space. And then you can see the pictures posting and the smiles, but yet behind the smiles is just so much pain, so much loneliness. And that's what I had recognized. I was angry at God because I was in a place where I felt like I needed what I give everybody else and I wasn't getting it. And I was lonely. I was lonely because who do you talk to when you're the one talking to everyone else? When you're the one that sits and intercedes and and takes time to to walk people through their issues, you know, and then I did what I tell everybody else to do. I'm a therapist. So, you know, go see a therapist. And she's a nice woman. And it just didn't do for me what I needed God to do. So the question and the topic for today is when God and why now? So when we're going through things and we're waiting for God to respond to a request that we have, whatever the request might be, how long have you been waiting for God to do something that it just seems like it just is never going to happen? And you've set yourself up to say, you know what, 
it is what it is. I'm just going to move on. I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to leave it in God's hands and I'm not going to let that burden me. I do that, you know, and you have to move on. Yes, you do. You have to be able to function and you have to, you know, live a life that you enjoy. And it's hard to do that when you carry these burdens. But one thing that I have recognized is because I have such a great love for my family, because I I will do anything for my family, everything I've done is for my family, that that's one burden that I will carry for a lifetime. Wherever they are, how grown my children are, that is just something that I will just always carry because they mean that much to me. And I look at that, I'm like, God, if you think about me only a portion of what I feel for my own children, how much more do you want me to be able to receive from you? And I received the video of that prophecy and then it helped to bring some clarity to what she was saying to me. And I shared that with my husband and he was like, well, Dag, he said, if God is doing all of this for you and you're not even in a position to receive, what's getting ready to happen when you break free? I was like, now, is this another prophecy coming? Because <laughs> he sure spoke something that it it really elevated my awakening of what I needed to see for me. I've tried so many things and I lost weight because I had gained weight from stress, lost weight, lost over 20 some pounds. I follow this really good group on on uh, Facebook called E2M. I, I strongly support that. <laughs> it's, it's cost effective. You don't have to pay thousands of dollars and you just follow the eating routine and the exercises and that supportive community. And it's dope. You guys would love it. But I lost the weight doing that earlier in the year. And then, you know, I started doing the, doing better things to take care of myself. I still wasn't recording. I still wasn't doing podcasts and I really wasn't pushing for speaking engagements, but I was living, I was working, I was, you know, allowing, you know, myself to immerse into my businesses so I could really see productive change, meet my strategic goals in my businesses. And God knows when my son was a victim of gun violence, that has just, it took our whole family through because I didn't know if I was planning a funeral, you know, when the doctor comes in and your son is in surgery for seven hours and you're like, can somebody tell me something um, and tells me that, you know, my son had 11 gunshot wounds. <laughs> like <laughs> what? <laughs> and it was tough. That was like, it was tough because I asked God, I said, God, I said, you know, I pray for my family. I pray for my children. I dispatch the angels. I don't take care of other people's children. I'm in the business, you know, I foster care. I do therapy. I take care of people, kids who don't even want their kids. And I said, why didn't you take care of mine? But let me show you what God did. I said, let me show you what I did for your son. What you couldn't do for him. (laughs) He showed me that as the bullets were hitting his body, his angel was swatting him. And he was shielding him, shielding his heart, shielding his spine. He allowed, you know, an organ to get hit that had to get removed that he could live without. You know what I'm saying? So he showed me that. He said, now again, ask me how I didn't answer your prayers. 
And then that just really resonated with me because I'm praying for protection. And so even though that things will happen, bad things will happen, God did exactly that. He protected him 11 different times, whereas people get hit one time and there's, you know, they're not here today. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that God has answered and I'm just seeing him do things. I'm, I'm no longer putting my mouth on what God can do and what he wants to do in the life of those that I love, even if they are making like decisions that are just like plain out dumb. (laughs) Like, why are you doing that? Do you, you know, you don't have to do that, but I know it's their life to live. And I know that all of us are in transition. So when we're looking at, okay, when God, look at how you're posturing yourself while you're waiting on God. How are you really trusting God in when he's going to deliver? And do you trust him enough to know that he is going to deliver and he is going to do it in this lifetime? That's tough. That's really tough. Especially when you keep having multiple scenarios of life challenges and struggles that come against you. It's really hard to believe that God is going to do it for you. And especially if you are a performance driven person. And for me that I am, I'm alpha personality, very dominant. When I speak something, I'm very careful what I speak because typically it will come to pass and I'm very careful how I pray. (laughs) And I've been saying things that just are very contrary to what I believe, who I am and what I really want to see happen in my life. Do you really want to see your relationships fail? because it's not happening fast enough and you feel like you can't carry the burden of it anymore. Do you really want to put words out there? Like, Lord, I'm done. This is, you know, something I need to move from. I'm, I don't want to deal with this anymore. You know, are you really wanting to put that in the air because that's what the outcome you want to see, or you just don't know how to tap into what God can do to help you to be able to move through this Valley experience until you see his glory in the manifestation of whatever that request is that you've prayed about. So ask yourself when you're saying, when God, are you doing this from a space of where you feel like you're just overwhelmed, too burdened and too heavy to be able to just endure the pain of what you're facing while you're waiting? Or can you look at it in a different way where you say, you know what, I see what's in front of me, but my faith goes further And I see what God sees. I see his glory. So if you can go beyond the the right now, the moment in which time feels like it's standing still, and you can look at it in terms of how God sees things, how God makes things new, how God works things in not just one area, but he makes it work in multiple areas at one time because it is its time and season. And when it happens, it's like you never lost the beat. It's like he's a redeemer of time. It's like, dang, God, well, dang, you know, I thought I, you know, I I thought, you know, I would be behind the curb, you know, waiting on everyone else and seeing everyone else go so much further, seeing everyone else, you know, have the, the life that I desired to have what I thought I wanted to have. But the life that you have is the one that God has given you because he chose you. And even when you make bad choices, you make choices that aren't the most beneficial for you, he still redeems the time. If you allow him to come into your heart, if you allow him to just empty you, (laughs) and I feel so empty. And so now when things are happening and, you know, 
I had a really, really bad day the other day. And it was like one thing after the other, after the other. And I'm just like, okay, we'll figure it out. <laughs> and normally I get really anxious and I get uptight and, you know, it gets to the point where sometimes I downright, um, interfere with how things need to play out because I'm trying to strategize and I'm trying to get ahead of the problem when really, you know, things just need to work itself out. And you just need to make sure that, you know, you know who you trust and you know who covers you and you know what power works through you because you know, if God called you to it, he's going to give you every need that you need to meet to get through it. And then you're asking why now? Why is this happening now in my life? Well, would you rather for it to happen now? Or would you rather for it to happen later if it has to happen? You don't get to choose, you know, but I think when things do happen, know that you're more prepared than what you think you are. Know that you have the capacity for what you think that you don't. Know that if you know how to shift the load, if you know how to show up for other people, if you find you a community of people who can be supportive of you, then that weight isn't as heavy. So you have to ask for help. You have to let people know I'm not doing good. I'm not doing well. And I think that's a better step in addressing our self-care and our lack of self-care because we don't let people know, look, we are struggling. I'm struggling, sis, I need help. And we think it has to be someone that has a certain title to be able to help us. I need a woman that can just labor before the Lord on my behalf, because when I feel like I can't get to God, I need to know I got access to somebody who can, you know, so I don't care about your title. I don't care that you, you know, you, you pastor or mega church or anything like that. I just care that you know how to get to God for me on my behalf. And if I know I got that type of connection and relationship that I know that we are going places. I thank you for joining me. I thank you for this time. I hope that my story has really helped you to analyze where you are, assess, you know, am I thinking this in the right way? Is my heart in a place where it's yielded and where I can hear from God? Because without God, ain't none of this possible. And without God, you will lose your mind. You will lose your soul. You will lose your finances. You will lose your marriage. You will lose everything. But with him, all things are possible. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, go to www.shannonbattle.com for more information and more activities that we have coming up. And if you're a marriage in crisis, you definitely want to sign up for our couples crisis intensive coming up. Yay! It's going to be great. And if you are a mommy looking for mom communities, you definitely want to get on the email list so you can join our Smart Moms Invest group. We're so excited about that. We're relaunching me and my cousin. We joined back together and we have some very impactful resources for you that are going to be life-changing. So if you are a mom, this is definitely your community to get smart ideas, smart goals, and smart outcomes in uh, your life and living as a, a smart mom who's invested in the legacy of her, of her future generations. You guys have a great day.